Welcome to the Truth CSGO podcast, episode 31. An interview with Jonas Olofsson, aka Lecro from Fnatic. It was conducted at IEM Sydney 2018. Hey guys, this is Lecro. You're listening to the Truth podcast, CSGO. Are we rushing in or are we going sneaky peeky like? So just before we get started on this interview, there's a little bit of domestic duties to clear up. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to upload an interview every day, as I promised for IEM Sydney. I've got them all on my hard drive, but it's just been a matter of time. And that serves me right for promising to deliver anything on this podcast because I have a full-time job and it can't be a priority. Hence why uh, I I never say when an episode is going to come out. I don't promise them every week. I don't promise them every two weeks. Um, and it's partly the reason this podcast has been able to be going for almost a year now because I have no rules for it and there's no pressure on myself. I had to move cities at the last minute uh, last week for my job, so there wasn't an opportunity to actually do the podcast. And truth be told, I got a bit burnt out. Actually, I got really burnt out from all the content that came out of IEM Sydney. And I found myself basically being a full-time journalist at night after my full-time day job and that wasn't any fun and I wasn't getting any sleep and I don't want to be a journalist (laughs) Um, and it was like my hobby had just become a whole nother job and I was mixing up the episode numbers and not getting any sleep so look what I'm going to do is just back up on the pace a bit I'm not going to go back to that sort of content uh, production line (laughs) anytime soon When will the next interview come out? Look, it's going to be coming out when it's ready. But look, I've pulled my finger out for this interview because a couple of days ago, if you're not aware, Lecro was benched from Fnatic to make way for Exist. Now, when I did this interview with him, there didn't seem to be any sort of problems in the team. It was tipped that Golden was going to leave the team earlier in the year and didn't, seemingly only because of the team performance at Katowice and WSG, both of which they won. So this is a bit of a weird move because it's also been announced that Exist will be the in-game leader and Golden, who was the in-game leader, will transition to an entry fragger role. And it makes me wonder that if it was simply a matter of roles, one would assume Golden would be replaced by Exist which suggests perhaps there's been some sort of personality clash between Lecro and someone else on the team. Now, someone pointed out, I think it was on Reddit, that Crims and Lecro were no longer Steam friends. Uh, and I don't know what that means. Is that the modern-day gamer equivalent of uh, sending a shit in someone's mailbox? I don't know. Uh, I do know that Lecro's interview was one of the most pleasant out of everyone I interviewed. He was a very gentle guy with very little ego, He was more quietly spoken than many of the other players. Perhaps he's not used to the media yet or simply just a naturally shy guy. Uh, I liked him immensely and I hope you do too. You guys killed it at Katowice. You killed it at WSG. And we haven't seen as good results since. What's happening? Um, I don't know really. We're... um we're practicing like uh, new stuff. We practiced Dust 2 now for the last event, and mm. um, I don't think we have that much new things going on, and people know what we're doing. So mm. I think that's uh, one of the problems we have right now. We don't have like any <laughs> surprise factor or something like that. Right. 
So I think uh, that's something we need to work on, just playing a bit differently and just um, trying to change up what we're doing. How do you come up with the surprise factor? Uh, you just uh, you have to think about what people uh, what other teams expect from you mm -hmm. um, like if they watch our demos and stuff like that what do we usually do and we can mm -hmm. just do the same thing but we just swap it up a little bit like you can throw off the timing or stuff like that and just uh, so they don't expect it like mm -hmm. um, the perfect timing and everything like that so we're talking about small changes we're not talking about large changes here. Yeah, no, we don't have, don't have to do big changes, but uh, changing uh, a timing could be like a big thing, but mm -hmm. uh, it's really easy to do if mm -hmm. you fix it. And who's coming up with this stuff? Uh, I think it's uh, going to be like everyone in the team. Like, All of you. Uh, everyone will see, like, probably see what uh, what's going wrong and stuff like that, but uh, we have to fix it together, kind of. Would you call it being creative? What? Is it creative? Uh, yeah, you have to do many different things, and uh, everyone has to take initiative in doing stuff. So, but uh, in the last call, it comes down to golden and jumpy mostly. But uh, everyone has to come with their input and stuff like that. Right. All right. Well, let's go back a bit. We'll come back to that yeah. stuff. When did you start playing CS:GO? I started playing about 15 years ago, when I was like eight or nine. 15 years ago. Yeah, that was the first time I started playing, but uh, I just played on and off back then. I played a lot of games, and uh, CS was one of them. So I probably played you. You probably wrecked me in the server. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. As an eight-year-old. <laughs> so then how did you settle on Counter-Strike? Um, I'm not sure. It uh, was like was, was it four years ago, I think. I was asked to join a team that, was, uh, that I could make a living out of it. So mm. that's when I decided to start playing uh, instead of working mm. other jobs that I did before. But uh, that's when I started focusing just CSGO. So. What sort of jobs were you doing before? Uh, I, I worked at a grocery store. Wow. I worked at, worked at a hotel as like cleaning and restaurant stuff mm -hmm. like that. Very like normal <laughs> yeah. daily jobs. Yeah. I had to work in a grocery store once and check out yeah. objects. Did you do that? Were you a checkout? Uh, no, I was uh, working on the putting uh, the like uh, stuff on the shelves. Stacking the shelves. Yeah, exactly. We used to have a camera that monitored us and yeah. saw how many items we were checking per hour. Yeah, and it was something like you had to be like a thousand something, and I was doing like a hundred. Yeah, I think um, where, where I worked was like really tough. So you took uh, I don't know what you call it in English, but you know this uh, the large uh, like uh, where you put everything on. Like you take a whole uh, a pallet. Yeah, you take a whole pallet, yeah. and uh, so we count how many pallets you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So some pallets were more difficult than others, and. Uh, Sometimes you get lucky and get an easy one. Like, yeah. yeah. Would you ever like entry frag a pallet? <laughs> no, I wouldn't. No, you just uh, you just take one that's available. When you've been rolling around town, where, where are you from? Are you from Sweden, Stockholm. Stockholm. Okay. Yeah. When you've been rolling around the main streets of Stockholm in your Mercedes Benz, <laughs> do you ever see any people you used to stock shelves with? No, no, no. Roll down the window slowly. Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't have a, I don't have a driver's license either, so. Ah, what? Yeah. Why not? Nah, I don't I don't need it, so yeah. I'm not even. I'm gonna do it when I feel like I need it. <laughs> you shouldn't say that. You should say because it's it's for the environment. For the environment? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's true. Yeah, yeah. That, that's why I do it. Yeah, I'll sure. I'll delete that last part <laughs> and cut it into the environment, and yeah. then the segment will be called. Lecro environmental CSGO player. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sounds good. Saving the world one uh, <laughs> non-license at a time. So, all right. What about your school friends? Are you in touch with them? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty much 
Uh, yeah, a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we usually have like uh, plans with each other and just uh, play oh, really? games for fun and stuff like that. So <laughs> I still keep in touch with oh, so many of them. still a good core. Yeah. So you got support. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They That's come awesome. they come to the Swedish events and stuff like that, so it's really fun when they come. That's awesome. Yeah. What about your family? Are they supportive? Yeah, they are supportive. Uh, not in the beginning, <laughs> before I went professional. Yeah. But uh, my brothers always supported me, but uh, my parents were a bit against it in the beginning, but yeah. when I couldn't make a living out of it, it's okay. Isn't it funny? When the money gets involved, the parents, the tune changes, doesn't it? Yeah, but I understand them as well. Like, if you can't make a living, yeah. then it's not good. Well, how did you kind of know that you wanted to make a living out of it? Or did you just get the offer out of the blue? Yeah, I just got the offer. That was the idea. Yeah. I never tried to go professional. It just happened. Okay. Are you making more money than your parents now? Mm, I'm not sure, actually, but I don't really... It doesn't really matter to me, but, like, I might or I might not. I don't know. It's a weird question to ask. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what it means. (laughs) I guess I've been thinking a lot about like what makes a man, you know? Yeah. And when I grew up, video games were things that boys played. Yeah. And yet I see you guys, I've been interviewing you guys, you're men, <laughs> you know? You're, you've got a career, you're professionals, yeah. you're disciplined. I feel like the, the, the definition of, of what we think of as a, as a, of a man is changing. Yeah, I think, yeah, but, but for most of them, I think so. Do you have to go? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think I heard my name just... <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so that's weird. But um, I think a lot of people and like older people or stuff like that, they don't understand yet that you can make a living out of gaming and stuff like that. Yeah. So they just see it, see it as kids gaming. But right. some people, uh, since it's um, growing up now for many years, people who were like kids before are now the adults. And, yeah. Uh, that's why I think it's changing more to an adult uh, thing, I think. Do you want to have kids one day? Yeah, for sure. Would you let your kids try and go pro? Um, I would um, if I saw talent, uh-huh. if they were good at it. But I wouldn't... Um, like it's, it's, I had this uh, discussion with my brother before, actually. Like yeah. uh, We were talking about handball, football and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. There are not many people make it make a living out of it eventually. Yeah. So, like, when is the time to stop considering, like, you have to uh, become a professional or look at other things to do? Mm. So, I think um, it's very hard to say when I would tell them not to continue, like, striving for their uh, dream. Like, it's really It'd be an awkward conversation yeah, to yeah, have. It would be, but uh, I still think uh, sometimes you just have to not do it if it's not working out at all. Like, I feel like if your parents say something, sometimes as well it makes you want to do it even more yeah true uh, but uh, if you're a smart kid and you realize if you're realistic and uh, don't see it happening you have to either have it as a, have it as a side project or something like that and uh, if you if it starts working out you can put it into full-time but like if you put it into full-time many years and it's not working then maybe you should not do it what would you say to my listeners some of whom are trying to go pro right now how long how long do you reckon you would give yourself? How long do you reckon you would have given yourself had the offer not come in? Um, I would, like, as I was, I was still working at the same time as I was playing. So for me, I think if people do that and still make a living at the same time they're trying to do it, it's okay. But 
if you drop everything just to try to go pro for many years, you can't just rely on your parents paying the bills and stuff like that. You have to do that yourself. You were hedging your bets. <laughs> yeah, but like you have to do, you have to lift your weights. Like yeah. But if you can do that and do uh, and strive for it at the same time, I think you should go for it. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. You gotta have you gotta have something in the kitty. Yeah, <laughs> <For sure. laughs> you gotta have another pie in the oven. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> cool. All right, uh, I've, I've got one last question for you. Do you listen to podcasts? Uh, some actually, not many actually, but mm. uh, sometimes I have uh, this app where I just click on something because I need to listen to something sometimes. And, and anything comes up. Yeah, and anything like doesn't have to be anything special. I just have to. I watch streams and stuff like that mm. just to. Sometimes when I don't do anything on the train or anything I just need to listen to something uh-huh. it's boring if it's just quiet and I just hear the train noise and stuff like that yeah do you so, read books uh, no I don't uh-huh. do you watch movies yeah a lot do you yeah a lot do you watch more than Flasher uh, I'm not sure but I watch a series probably more like uh, like full uh, season stuff like that right right you're a binger yeah for sure I watch all the time more than <laughs> movies um, like if I can find good movies, then sure, but I've seen so many movies, I think, right now, so it's easier to find uh, a full series. You can just watch, like, 12 seasons and stuff right. like that. What my listeners want to know is you are wicked known for your deagles, right? Your yeah. one deegs. What TV show is going to help them with their one deegs? Ooh, I have no idea, actually. Don't hold Luck, back the secrets Luke. here. Give them... <laughs> <laughs> you mean the odd cartoon? <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. That's before most of the time, I think. (laughs) If you like this interview, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, SoundCloud, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can leave a review on iTunes, which helps follow on Twitter, at thetruthcsgo, or email me, thetruth at thetruthcsgo.com, and I'm very likely to read your letter out and respond to it in some way. Until the next episode... Enjoy the game.